know what I'm stoked for? The fucking chopping mall. Oh, yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I watched that movie so long ago. I know. I might have to, like, watch it again. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, I'd, I'd totally be down to watch it again. Craig, you haven't seen it? Shit. What are we doing for shitty movie night? Oh, time we're doing cop. Time Cop. Yeah. Time JCVD Cop. Time Cop beats it. Time Cop beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we should go through we should Chopping Mall soon. Craig, you, you should definitely see Chopping You'll love Chopping Mall. Yeah. It's hard to hate. I mean, unless you're a sane person, and unless you don't like shitty Jet movies, spa, right? Like, you know, it's better than it's Jet better spa. than Jet like, spa. Like those, what, what was it with puns in the '80s? Like just, shitty writing. Yeah, they just like puns. they just punned it out. Just puns. Yeah. All right. Well, are we ready? Uh, I'm ready. Yeah. Hey, hey, everybody! Welcome to yet another episode of I Want You to Watch This. I am your host Dennis, and as always, I am joined by my two co-hosts, Colin and Craig. How are you, beautiful gentlemen? How are you both? I'm good, Dennis. Congratulations on getting through the intro I'm, without any stumbling I'm problems. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> there was a second there. Yeah, no, I was. I hesitated, but instead of <laughs> fucking it up, I I didn't, <laughs> and I'm really happy about it. It's been months. <laughs> it's been legit months. <laughs> Anyways, um, welcome to uh, our amazing uh, movie review podcast, and. Uh, and we are uh, going back to our um, our movie bl- our summer blockbuster series, our ongoing summer blockbuster series. Uh, this time with uh, Edgar Wright's movie Baby Driver. Um, I don't know if this is a blockbuster. The theater we were at definitely wasn't blockbuster. Yeah, no I bus. don't. Yeah, yeah I don't but know this the box office numbers say while. that. Well, actually, the box office numbers are showing that it's doing pretty well. Um, well, that's good. I mean, I'd say if it like it's... doesn't, you know, get like close to like. Oh, what, bu- like fifty million seems like it'd be kind of like in blockbuster range. The budget was thirty-four million. The opening weekend was twenty-one, and it's still in theaters. And current gross total, what shows on IMDb at least, is seventy-three. All right. So I mean, it's doing okay. quite well. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's All right. Definitely yeah. yeah. Not, it's it's definitely, it's... No, we're definitely not arguing the quality of no, the movie, no, 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 like no. in terms of it. But it's not like like in terms of like box office or... numbers. Like, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's a little questionable as like a blockbuster per se well okay let's define blockbuster like to me that's a like nowadays a 200 million dollar film yeah i feel like yeah i feel like it it has not only to do with like the amount of money that the movie makes back but the amount of money that gets put exactly and what's on screen yeah yeah so like jurassic world blockbuster yeah fast and furious blockbusters i mean like even like transformers i guess trans yeah just because they spend that much money on them but i mean that's what they're are are people really still seeing those no they're not but they're built well not in america they're they're making all their money they're making all the money overseas yeah Yeah. but the international market is changing how movies are made damn it china come (laughs) on you're growing middle class (laughs) this is the unexpected fallout (laughs) um Anyways, <laughs> anyways, learn from us, China. This, from yeah. us. <laughs> this pretty kick-ass Edgar Wright movie, Baby Driver. Oh, it is legit kick-ass. Um, I will say it's my favorite Edgar Wright. Really? Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, I just was. I just had a lot of fun with this one, and the pacing was consistent. I just feel like I can't say like though. I do love Shaun of the Dead and uh, Hot Fuzz. Um, See, I love Hot Fuzz so much. Hot Fuzz yeah. is an excellent movie. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like this one was more on point as far as its pacing. Like, I just felt like it was like it was him like really hitting the swing of like how he wants to make I'd a movie. S- I'd say we have to give that a few years. Like, give me like give me something I can come back yeah, to. Give some space. Like, to yeah, it, yeah, like at this point, because like Hot Fuzz, I can go back to that movie like anytime and like watch You're that right. movie again. Like, 
I don't know if I necessarily feel that way about Baby Driver right now. Okay. Like, we'll see. Like, give it a little bit of time, but it, it's up there. It's a good. It's a good movie for sure. All right. All right. Yeah, uh, and one of the best soundtracks of a movie. Oh, oh yeah. And, oh yeah, yeah. And the music is so integral and so key to this movie that in part of like him selling it was that he had to go to the producers with like the songs he was going to use and very intricately laid out storyboards of like every driving sequence. Oh wow. So that he could actually sell them on the movie. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, since we just dived right in, um, just we'll should just we go introduce to, like, the movie? The actual, like, yeah, maybe we movie, should yeah. actually. It's talk. pretty simple. It's pretty I mean, simple. It's yeah. uh, so there's this kid who's um, you learn pretty quickly that he was an orphan, um, is a really talented driver, and he's employed by a mob boss guy who's not really. A, he's is like a boss a of a crime mob? boss, but more he's, than a he's mob not a boss, boss of like, anyone. He's well, just no, a he's, crime. He's dude. kind of like an independent, yeah, like, kind of like crime aficionado and like he kind of organizes these teams and these heists yeah but he doesn't but like he says in the movie he doesn't ever really work with more, the same the, team the same crew twice, twice. Like, yeah. baby's yeah. the only by the way the main character's name is baby at least that's his nickname b-a-b-y baby b-a-b-y baby <laughs> and uh and he's the only and this crime boss guy doc uh, played by kevin spacey but yeah yes um he the uh, baby is like the first person that he's ever worked on like multiple jobs with because he's because baby is in debt with Kevin Spacey. Yeah, because... Well, Kev- he's not... Well, I'm sorry. He's in debt to Kevin Spacey. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, like... Because after he got orphaned and, like, was, like, fostering... What I imagine, he's, like, fostering around. Um, he's, like, hijacking cars as, like, a kid. Right? Yeah. And uh, he ends up hijacking the wrong car, which is Kevin Spacey's. And he's, like, this crime guy. And so, like... It, it, so he saw that, like, he could drive well or some shit. You know, because he's, like, a kid hijacking high-end cars yeah so essentially yeah it's yeah kevin spacey uh sees baby's potential and decides to take him on as like kind of a ward slash uh like wheel standard man. yeah wheelman. right and uh essentially um over the course of the movie he pays off his debt like kind of within the first half of the movie and uh of course like thinks he's out and of course he's not out no. and doc is like you know one more last big job and so their plan is to hit this post office for this one last big job um, where he brings back a couple of other people who um, he doesn't necessarily not work with the same people well, ever no, again. They hit he, just he never mixes uses, them up. Yeah, that, he mixes the teams up. That's when they hit the uh, um, the armored car. That's that, that was the one because he does pay off his debts and then he goes out on the date and then like and then Doc contacts him later on and he's like no that that oh, was the job that was paying off his debt right the armored car was the one that was paying off his exactly. debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but then the post office job no, the post office one, one is brought, brought back, gets brought at, back in the restaurant right. because Kevin Spacey sees him in the restaurant yeah he ditched his phone after the armored car job right yeah. but mostly it's like a, a heist movie but it's also a love story because baby falls in love with this waitress at a diner and they're talking about running away together just hitting the open road and like not looking back but doc blackmails him back but, into yeah, working doc makes him like come back and, and it's a, the heist of the post office goes terribly wrong and um john ham's wife is killed and then john ham blames baby and so john ham is trying to uh get revenge on baby through the like last portion of the movie right yeah yeah and john ham and john ham's wife are like crime people that are employed by doc to like on like a couple of crime things a, a yeah. bunch of heists oh yeah, yeah that's a better word than crime thing <laughs> crime things <laughs> you know you know those crime things those, where they steal the stuff yeah things and yeah yeah that's what those crime people do right just call me steely dan crime people do crime <laughs> things. oh, oh my right. god no <laughs> i will refuse to call you steely dan <laughs> Um, but yeah, so 
Yeah, that's the that's kind of like the the one kind of like gripey thing I had about this movie was that it was like I mean the premise of the movie is super cliche. Right. I mean it is one hundred percent like just like straight up every like copy and paste like plot line from a heist movie. Like but everything that it does around that, like that skeleton yeah. is what makes this movie so fantastic. Well, I, yeah. I agree with you on that and I don't at the same time because while it is really cliche, the like, oh, the he's thinks he's out and he gets pulled back into the life of crime. Like at every time that I thought I knew where this movie was going, it somehow changed it up. It like, it somehow made me kind of keep guessing at times. Yeah, like, but- I think when he's like saying, oh, I'm going to pick up, um, Deborah and we're gonna like hit the road. I'm gonna run away from this life. I think okay, the rest of the movie is gonna be him and Deborah on the run from Kevin Spacey and Kevin Spacey's coming after them. But then it's not. It's like he actually goes back to do the other job, and then John Hamm turns out to the bad guy, and it's like oh, we think Kevin Spacey's the bad guy, and then Kevin Spacey turns out to not be that bad of a guy. Yeah, it, and it, it changes. John Hamm is incruciating himself to us. We think John Hamm is like the best of the bad guys, and turns out John Hamm is the actual villain. Right. Well, yeah. It, it, but like, but I think Craig is saying is that like the framework of the movie is like oh, the, the framework most cliche, is totally cliche. Like, yeah, mobster. Well, and that was the thing too. Is like even like that. Like, I mean, I never thought that he was. I never thought like, you know, there was going to be a point in the movie like where him and uh, Deborah were going to run away until like I thought that was going to be like the very end of the movie. Right. Like I, well, I never then, thought. I, as soon as as soon as Kevin Spacey came, comes back and is like like one more job I was like oh no he's definitely doing this it's all going to turn to shit and and then that's going to be like because they 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 play into that as well like um Jamie Foxx's character Bats says you know like one of these days you're going to get have to get your hands dirty like and it was like oh well oh yeah that's yeah, like yeah. NASA they, foreshadowing right, right there and well, was it Jamie Foxx or was it the that guy from The Walking Dead who played Chain on The Walking Dead who said Oh no yeah that, yeah, that, that was, was him that um that was uh let's see um, John Bernthal, who plays yes. uh, Griff in this movie, um, right. yeah, who says, yeah, one day, one of these days you're gonna have to get your hands dirty, yeah. And so it's like, okay, yeah, we know by the end of this movie, it's like, baby's gonna end up having to like kill someone, right. and like he does, and it, that's unexpected, like who he kills, yeah. Like, but, but like, it's also unexpected that like, I mean, I, I I'm with Colin that I totally expected when like baby gave uh, Deborah the note that like road trip at two a.m. Uh, that he would like pull off some badass shit. And, like, because they were already roping him into that job. And, in fact, they already, like, kind of blew it and were, like, trying to fucking fix it Yeah. Uh, at that point. And and uh, I, I figured that Baby would actually fucking, like, fuck some shit up with them and, like, get out and actually pick her up at 2 a.m. And, like, and they would take off and then the rest of the movie would be, like, you know, these mobsters or whatever, like, chasing after the two of them. Like, that's, like, kind of, like, yeah. I, I expected that to happen, and I was pleasantly surprised that, like, it did change. And I did expect, like, Jamie Foxx to be the villain, you know. Yeah, Jamie uh, Foxx to well, be the villain was, or Kevin Spacey. He was. I mean, <laughs> but not, like. totally a villain. Yeah, yeah, But um, John Hamm totally takes over after Kevin's, uh, after <laughs> Jamie Foxx gets skewered. Yeah. So. yeah. But at, also at the uh, end of the movie, when he and Deborah are on the run, you think, like, oh, it's going to be the happy ending. They get away. and then, But, no, he turns – he ends up with a roadblock, and he turns himself in, and he goes to prison for yeah. five years. Yeah. No, and that was like, unexpected. Yeah. yeah. No, like, yeah, the ending of this movie was definitely – I felt like one of the better third acts I've seen in a movie in a while. Yeah. Like, this was, like, one of the better, like, endings to a movie to where – 
Like, it wasn't just like the cliche, you know, you exactly what ha you expect happens happens. Um, although it still kind of does, but just it's kind of a little bit more roundabout. And you know, eventually he does, you know, leave with Deborah, and they like ride off into the sunset. But it's like after he spends five years in prison, right? Yeah, no, and, like I like that he pays his debt to society. Yeah. yeah, and I like the the trial scene where all the people are coming up and talking about like his character and saying like, yeah, he did like these crimes, but he also like the warned postal worker is like yeah, yeah she warned me off and right. the the lady who he carjacks says like he threw my purse to me and actually apologized for right. stealing my car yeah um yeah and and the, like that that was like yeah i've never i don't think i've ever seen that in a movie before yeah but before we get too far away from talking about like kind of the cliche aspects of this movie i want to talk about how it's also tongue-in-cheek about those aspects like uh i love like my favorite part is like towards the end when like he approaches kevin spacey and he's like i need this one tape i'll give you like all this shit you know and spacey's like fuck you like no way you blew this all this shit up like fuck that you know like what do you expect you just come in here and then like buy your like tape back like fuck you you know like i'm not gonna take you back and this is after like spacey like basically threatens his whole family yeah, to like yeah. get him to work for him again. to like kill everyone he loves right. and break his legs yeah and so like and so that's that you know and, and then uh um baby's girlfriend like comes out and spacey's like yeah deborah and, and spacey's just like god damn it look at the two of you i've been in love once too <laughs> yeah and then he's like here i'll give you enough here. money to get and across he, the border and then, and then, then he, he dies for them he dies yeah. saving them yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's like it totally flips and it's like that's hilarious like like that's, that's so funny. great and, and the same thing i was talking about about how you think kevin spacey's gonna be the bad guy through the whole movie and you think john ham's gonna be like a a good guy through the whole movie and then like after john ham's wife dies like john ham just becomes terrifying yeah. right like he's just like on this vendetta that you're like oh my god he's just gonna not only murder he's baby like, he's gonna murder like terminator like, level yeah. yeah it just like doesn't stop yeah and, and that leads me into my other thing i want to talk about this movie is like well ansel elgart what a crazy name for an actor but ansel <laughs> elgart who plays baby and um lily james who plays deborah they're both like good they're both like perfectly serviceable yeah the the supporting cast in this movie is what makes it like kevin spacey is fantastic oh, oh, jamie yes. fox is amazing. amazing this is like one of my favorite john ham performances i've ever uh, seen yes uh, well even... <laughs> i mean Mad Men, but well, yeah, this Mad is really Men, good. but this is so good yeah i can give a shit less about Mad Men. unpopular opinion but <laughs> yeah I, I i hear you but i do have to pitch like if you are a fan of like fucking ridiculous talent and acting like it is such a great example in some of the episodes of just how much like emotion that man can convey without saying a fucking word. Yeah. And, and like that like is undeniable. No. And, yeah. I just, I, I don't, I don't deny John Hamm's acting ability. Right. I just, I, I tried so it's hard a, with Mad Men and I could not. It's a boring show about nothing. This is what it is. myself interested. But I will, I will argue that Gilmore Girls is the same way. Oh, oh yeah. Well, Gilmore Girls is yeah. totally a show right. about so, nothing. Yeah. But it's also but, amazing. I'm just, no. <laughs> and that's where we disagree. <laughs> um, but one thing I did like, um, just dipping back into that cliche pull again, is how, like, yes, this movie uh, does do the cliche thing in, like, that skeleton, but Baby is, like, his character is what kind of, like, forms it around and makes it this whole different thing. Because throughout the movie, he's, like, constantly, like, just like trying to be like as good of a person, like as decent of a human being as he can be. Oh yeah. And so it's like, at no point do you like really like ever feel like even when he like, you know, ends up killing uh bats, bats, his character, you never really feel like he's like dirtied his hands, you know, per se. It's kind of like, it kind of feels like, no, that was warranted. That yeah. was like, 
necessary and I don't feel bad for you at all. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. And, <laughs> he's a very likable character. Like, like he's he's a lovable scoundrel. You yeah. Know? He's, he's a likable uh, crook. You know, yeah. Except he's like, kind of douchey when he walks down the street. He just, like, bumps into people and he's just, like, walking down the street and doesn't really, like... Well, <laughs> another thing cool. we didn't touch on is that he's constantly listening to music. He has earbuds in his head all the time and he's constantly listening to music because he was in a car accident as a child, the car accident that killed his parents. And as a result of that, he has tinnitus and he uses music to drown it out. Yeah. And so all of these driving sequences are set to the music that he's listening to and they're perfectly choreographed to this music and it's it makes for really great... Uh, car chase scenes. Yeah, I love the scene too, where it's uh, where it's. I think it's right before the uh, armored truck, where they like get out and then they like say they like start talking to him and they say something and they like go to like do like the start like doing the heist again and he's like wait 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 wait, wait. I gotta start the song over <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's like he like rewinds like, it yeah, yeah. he's like has yeah, like start the song from the beginning again to like, so, like make sure it's like all going like with this yeah. time he's like go yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh it's excellent. Um, oh, I want to bring up uh, how I, I talked to Craig on the way home from the movie, uh, kind of broke protocol for a second there. What? Yeah! How dare you? <laughs> Aha! But I'm bringing it up now, so I'm patching everything. Um, the This movie has one of the best, if not the best, trailer for a movie in it, because uh, the trailer if you haven't seen it, it's very entertaining. It has a sample from, like, I don't know, uh, some song. It's not even on the soundtrack. It's this, like, remix of uh, Tequila. And it's got an amazing, like, video of chase scenes and all these, like, really cool, like, you know, snappy things that make the movie look really fucking cool and, like, get you really hooked. I mean, it worked for me. Yeah. It's kind of the reason why I, like, really want to watch the movie and do it on the podcast. And, uh, it, but it also, like, gives you this whole misleader where you think that, like, John Hamm and Jamie Foxx and Baby Driver are like buddy buddies throughout the movie and it's totally misleads you and it doesn't tell you anything about the story at all and I can't think of a recent trailer that doesn't just completely blow the story up for you like like this Uh, you know honestly I'd say the um, I don't know well no the Thor trailer gives away quite a bit of of the story of that of the like what's going on in that movie. Oh, like, I it doesn't seen like that one. spoil anything, mm. but it, it goes in like um Are you talking about the trailer for Ragnarok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I think the Black Panther trailer is like just enough, like where it's like this whole new character that hasn't really had a lot of screen time and so they like go into a little bit of like you see like images of like the city of Wakanda and things like that, but they don't really go into like there's nothing in there that would make me like feel like the story is being told. Right. And like the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer where it was just like, I feel like I just watched the movie right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trailers are, yeah. One of those things where I feel like they either do too much or too little. Yeah. And this was, yeah, the, this one definitely gave me the same feeling that I got when I watched the Kingsman trailer Yeah, where it was like just enough to be like, Oh, this is weird and kind of crazy, but I still have no idea what's really going on. So I definitely need to see this. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Speaking of that, just there's an extended uh, Kingsman trailer now and it makes me even more excited for that movie. Oh God, I haven't seen it yet. I need to see it. We're totally doing Kingsman too oh. on this podcast. <laughs> if you think we're not doing Kingsman Shoot, on this I, podcast, you know what? We're gonna do. You, both you need of to them. go home, look is, in the mirror, and say, "I'm listening to this podcast wrong." I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go out there and say that we're gonna do both of those movies on this podcast. And yeah, yeah, I think I think it's legit. That'll be our first like sequel. Like we'll do the movie and its sequel. I think that'd be good. Oh, maybe we should do that as a uh, spy block. Spy block. 
Dum dum dum. Yeah. That might be right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to Baby Driver. Um, yeah, I also love. Uh, oh, also the Tequila song was in the movie. Oh, was it was. Yeah, yeah. that was well, Tequila was in. That was it the remix one? Meeting with the cops. Right, right. Uh, I thought that was just the original cut. I didn't know if it was the remix that was in the trailer. I think it was... Uh, I would have to I'd watch, have to watch it again. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but yeah, Tequila is in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, also, um, I love the uh, the nephew. Uh, Sam is his name in the movie. He's like, oh, that's oh, so yeah. great. I love that <laughs> it's like, like uh, Doc is like telling Baby to go into the post office to, to, to case, case the, place. the joint. Yeah. And uh, he goes in and he's like supposed to count the cameras, count how many people there are, uh, count how many customers, how many... Uh, people working behind the counter, how many uh, like security, security guards, guards there are. if they're armed. And then, yeah, and if they're armed. And, uh, yeah, they, like, go in, and it's, like, baby's, like, kind of, like, looking around all awkwardly while, like, Sam's just kind of, like, playing his video game. And he's just, like, tugs on his sleeve, and he's, like, 10 security cameras, like, four people behind the counter, 11 customers, one security guard armed. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, walks out, and they, like, leave out again, and then they're, like, in the car. And, uh... He's like trying to like remember all the stuff, and he like kind of turns around and like he like holds up like the four for like the number of workers there are right, behind the yeah. counter. But then he talks. Then, he's talking about the clerk behind the desk, and the nephew says, "You wouldn't even use, need to use a gun to get her to cooperate. Just say boo, and she'll give you the keys to the vault." <laughs> <laughs> he's a chip off the old block. Yeah. No, it's great because it's those movies that like. Um, well, this is it's kind of um, a point that I've noticed in Edgar Wright movies, like especially with like with uh, Shaun of the Dead. Where he'll pick these, like, kind of serious action topics and stuff, but then, like, totally interlace this, like, kind of almost almost slapstick element to it, you know? And it's very British, and, like, um, I mean, this is, it's a little more toned down in this one, but it's definitely there, where there's, like, like, Kevin Spacey's death at the, like, at the end is kind of like that, you know, where it's just, it just turns into such a cliche action movie piece that it's just, like, I don't know. That, like, it's obviously a joke, you know? And it kind of pulls you out of the seriousness of what you're watching, you know, where these, like, two kids are running away. And then, like, same thing with, like, the zombies, where they're, like, in, in uh, you know, in Shaun of the Dead, where, like, zombies are, like, eating people. And, yeah. like, they're, like, throwing, like, vinyl records at them. But, yeah, you know? they start, they're, 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 like, beating up the zombies to a Queen song. Like, right. Exactly, in beat and <laughs> yeah. stuff. So, yeah, it, it's like that in a lot of the right movies. Like, do you do you like that? Pop is like that. Yeah, I, I like the kind of subversion of the thing because it makes for a good mix of like the comedy of it along with the action. I do too, um, but I can't help but notice that it pulls me out of it, you know, and like, and it kind of affects like the overall tone how I feel about the movie. Yeah, you know? but I think that's on purpose. I think he's kind of pulling you out of it intentionally. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's supposed to be like stylized, like it's right, not it's cause... not like a like a, a gritty or like you know cut for cut type of Matt realistic action. movie. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, so I, I definitely feel like for that aesthetic, he definitely plays that like like a finely tuned instrument. Like Edgar Wright has that down of like interweaving those kind of like intense dramatic action-packed moments with kind of this like underlying kind of like satire almost to it yeah okay i mean i like it yeah, yeah. No, you're right you're yeah if, right. It, if it wasn't like intentional then it would, if it was like something that just kind of like yeah, happened, if, if like, he wasn't kind of like winking at the audience while he was doing it it would be annoying but right. the fact that it's it's kind of satirical, like Craig said. I mean, yeah. like I think that's most noticeable in Hot Fuzz or or Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like even when like 
when he's like in the middle of like being chased by the police, like stealing cars, and he like stops to give like the old lady back her purse, right? Like you know stuff like that, where it's just like, like not only does that like you know kind of like show his character, it's also like kind of like a wink and a nod moment, and right. also like works really well. And then he's like spending like another like minute trying to find like a good song on the radio. Uh, yeah, because he doesn't. Yes, yeah. one of his like twenty iPods has been broken, and he doesn't have any music, so he's changing the stations on the radio. But he's being chased by the police, but he has to find a song that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that character. He's so great. He's just what a unique character. It's so sad, like straight up, like almost brings me to tears. Uh, how uh, like John Hamm, like in the last scene with John Hamm. Oh, that was goes, so brutal. I know. He's like, he's like, you took something that I that uh, I love from me, and so I gotta take something that you love from you. And he he shoots the gun right next to his ears and takes his hearing and from deafens him. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And God, that's just like. But then he's Ugh. going to kill Deborah, and he says, "I'm sorry, you can't hear her scream, baby. You'll just have to watch it." Yeah. And oh you're yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's super effective. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, this might be also kind of the darkest Edgar Wright movie I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it, it gets. I, it gets heavy. At I times. I haven't seen in uh, End of Days. We were just we're talking about World's it. End. World's at End. World's End. The World's End. <laughs> just World's End, I think. World's End? Okay. I, it I might think be at World's the End World's is, End. I think At World's End is like the Pirates movie, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. You can expect us to never do yeah, any of those on here. We will not be covering any Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> movie. Listeners, that is the only instance you'll ever hear about that series on this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure we'll reference oh, it again by ripping on it. <laughs> The first one's good. Yeah, it's watchable. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. watch it again. No, yeah, no reason to. It was good, yeah. But it's there. <laughs> they should have stopped. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyways, um, how are we doing on uh, notes on uh, Baby Driver? I'm I'm all dried up. Uh, I think I'm pretty well set on. Pretty it. much just been it's, winging it. So yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't take <laughs> notes like no. in the theater. No, I mean okay. we we just watched it, and I feel yeah. like. We should totally do like Alamo viewings. I feel yeah, because they have like the tables and the yeah, light they have those the lights tables, under the tables. So that's actually pretty pretty clutch for yeah, pretty fetch fetch. <laughs> you bring it back, fetch. Yeah, right. I'm gonna make it happen. You're gonna make it happen. <laughs> right. I'm working on tubular and it's not working. Out. Um, all right. Well, uh, thank you for listening to our review of Baby Driver. Um, if you haven't seen it and you wanted to listen to a review that ruins it, um, well, there you go. And um, <laughs> Go see it. Yeah, we should probably at the start should have said spoiler alert. <laughs> I think if listeners by now don't at realize least, that, yeah. Well, like, I mean, this it's could a be spoiler someone's podcast. first episode. It so could be. I put it in the little edit that the, these have spoilers. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know if people oh, okay, scroll down yeah. that far, but. <laughs> oh, uh, we didn't talk about the um, mixtapes that he makes where he, like, records oh, yeah. talking oh, yeah, and stuff t- yeah. and, like, makes little songs out of it. And that becomes a thing where he's got his recorder and they think he's a cop. So he right. has to take him back to his house and show him the tapes. Yeah, which, like, gets him into a shit ton of trouble. Because yeah. he's yeah. recording people and he's just cutting him into mixes. And, yeah. Because he's uh, just a music the, fanatic. The song is so great that he makes of Kevin Spacey with, like, was he slow? Yeah, was, can, was, can you pull it up, slow? Colin? I, I can try. You then. can try to pull it up. Well, <laughs> well uh, we also totally didn't talk about his uh, foster dad, who was awesome in this movie. His foster dad was amazing. <laughs> he's, this, um, he's a deaf... Um, uh, older black man who has taken him in under his wing at probably what like 12 they say or something i think so yeah and yeah i i just love that relationship in this movie oh it's beautiful um, like how they kind of have like this relationship between like music even though he can't hear and he's like 
you know, like when after baby like meets um, Deborah, he's like playing that song like B A B Y. And, uh, yeah, because she's also singing that when she first comes in. The yeah, demo. but he's like playing it like when he gets back home after he finds the record in the record shop. And, uh, you know, damn it, I'm really horrible for forgetting his name because I fucking love that character. But uh, he's like, oh, yeah, like, what's her name? And, you know, like, as he's like, he like feel like puts his hand up against the speaker and kind of like feels the music. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's I, I just love that character so much. And like and how, how at the end he like, you know, makes a point to like take care of him and like puts him like drops him off at like a nursing home with like just like wads full of money and and also he makes a recording saying like i like this and that and peanut butter sandwiches with the peanut butter spread all the way to the edge yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah like back to the mixes that he makes he makes all these edited like mixes that have like just clips of audio that he comes across and throughout the movie and it's hilarious yeah and amazing um uh, sorry his name was joseph was his foster father's uh, that's right. oh, okay foster that's right uh cool well um again thank you for listening to our review <laughs> and uh that wraps up a uh, baby driver yet another um iteration into our summer blockbuster series um that will probably continue with valerian will be the next one i don't know when we'll get that one out but yeah um, it's opening this weekend it's opening well, this the weekend. weekend as of the recording of this podcast this coming weekend yeah so. which is july 20th if anyone is curious for any reason whatsoever <laughs> when we recorded <laughs> yeah <Ooh>. um <laughs> anyways uh it, any james bond connections in this movie uh, not off the top of my head. All right. Well, it might be in a correction in your yeah, I'll check, next week. I'll do some digging and see. All righty. Um, well, uh, I guess on to uh, rickety wreck, rickety recommendations. Recommendations. Gonna recommend some shit for you to watch and do. <laughs> um, I'm going to kick it off because I actually wrote one down this time, and I'm very proud of myself. Good job. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, um, uh, the terrible, 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 this isn't my recommendation, but the terrible, 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 uh, uh, website Reddit um, has introduced me to um, the uh, great YouTube channel uh, Captain Disillusion, which is a he's a really entertaining character. Um, Andy, no, Alan something Latvian. His name is very Eastern European. I'm not even going to attempt to say it, but uh, he plays this character Captain Disillusion, who is uh, the whole purpose of the podcast is that he like. He, like, uh, busts um, edited video. So, like, uh, for instance, he'll go after, like, uh, people that have filmed, like, a UFO and then, like, debunk it and be like, oh, this is how this guy edited it. And, like, watch me recreate this movie that this guy filmed, you know, that made, you know. Like, obviously, this is, like, edited, you know. Yeah. And so he, like, busts all kinds of shit like that. And he'll, like, like, the most recent one is, like, I'm sure you've seen it floating around the internet, is, like, a... This, like, construction worker doing tricks with his uh, uh, pocket tape, like his tape measure. Like, he, like, catches keys or whatever. Well, that's a viral marketing ad for, like, a window company, right? And so it's – yeah. And and so, like, he busts this shit, and it's just like, no, this is just, like – it's marketed for people that surf Reddit. Like, it (laughs) has, like, this, like, check out this cool video. And, like, yeah. And so, like, he breaks it down, like, all these, like, frame by frame. And it's really entertaining. You learn a lot. He's a really interesting guy. Um Highly recommend it. Captain Disillusion. You can find him on YouTube. Interesting. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, hmm. Craig I recommends recommend... napping. Yeah. 
I recommend White Castle burgers from the Frozen Isle when you're wasted at 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, in addition to that, uh, while you're wasted, you should check out Castlevania because it's pretty awesome. Oh, no, a, the Netflix show? Yeah, there's a Netflix oh, show. Oh, yeah. How it's is like it? four episodes. It's two hours long. You can what? watch it so quickly, and it's it's so much fun. It's Ooh. a really fun show. Interesting. Nice. I was, uh, I was timid about that. But um, I mean, it's hear. it's four episodes. It's right. so short and so yeah, it's really it's really solid and entertaining. Fun. You played the series, right? Like the video games. Uh, I played like one game, like when I was like maybe ten. Ah, uh-huh. but like not really like the old classic side scroller one. Yeah, yeah. I would never really like got super super into it. Yeah. But I'm like also like a animation anime cartoon kind of fan too. So uh-huh. I like watched a lot of like the DC animated stuff and. Marvel animated stuff and a lot of Japanese animated stuff, you know. So I was like, let's check this shit out. And I was like, oh, yeah, four episodes. Perfect. Right on. Cool. Um, I have absolutely fallen in love with Hello from the Magic Tavern. It's oh, yeah? a uh, podcast. Uh, basically, the pre- it's an improv comedy podcast. Mm. Um, but basically, the premise of it is that this guy from Chicago. Um, fell into a magical um, void behind a Burger King that transported him to the magical land of Thune, where he has his podcasting equipment with him, and he has a slight Wi-Fi signal through the void. So he's able to upload a podcast from the land of Thune, and he's joined by his co-hosts. One is a shapeshifter who's like in the form of a talking badger, and the other one is a wizard called Usador the Blue, but he has this crazy long name that he goes off on every time he introduces himself. And it is so funny. It's like some of the best pun work you'll hear on anything because people from Thune will say something from Earth uh, and Arnie will like just pick up on that and run with it. And just <laughs> go Like there's one where like this guy who was a prince is like trying to escape his royal life to become an artist. And he's like, I want to be known as the artist formerly known as Prince. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, just one example. Oh, there's God. like so many of these things. It's so, so funny. That sounds creative. Yeah. That's it's, really it's cool. very great. All right. Well, um, yeah, those are our three recommendations, so go do those things, and uh, yeah. <laughs> um, shout-outs. Any shout-outs you guys got for anyone that you know or love? Um, I I don't know. I got just my always, it's just Mirror Fears music. Check her out. She's great. Doing a lot of tour in the summer. Um, yeah, lots of Bandcamp music out there. You can find mirrorfears.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud. All of our episodes are uploaded on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com forward slash I-W-Y-T-W-T. And uh, hey, while you're there, you can uh, write us a little comment on like any kind of episode that you like. There's a feature on SoundCloud for you to do that. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at I-W-Y-T-W-T. Uh, you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at the D-Bucks. I am at Catharticus. I am at Colin Munch. And you can follow the podcast also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash I-W-Y-T-W-T. And uh, hey, uh, while you're listening to this episode, I'm sure you're listening to it on some app or website or, you know, some digital device. Uh, maybe, you know, there's the few fans that are, you know, checking it out on top of uh, South Table Mesa via smoke signal. Yeah, and there's also the ones who are getting it on police scanners. Right, yep, yeah, and uh, we love you all. But um, if you are getting it off of a podcast app, check out that podcast app if you can write a review for this podcast. That would be amazing. It helps us grow an audience. 
it is very, very, very hard to grow an audience for a podcast because there are many, many, many podcasts out there. There's like millions of there them. There are a bazillion of them. If you are like, really? Are there a lot? Go make a podcast and you will learn how many there are out there. Um, but you can help us grow our audience by writing us a review on iTunes. A five-star review would help us greatly. Um, and hey, by the way, if you do that, we will read your review online. Um, online? On air. Um, right now we're looking at a wax figurine of a very white Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, and Craig was just showing me this on his phone, and I'm like, "What?" Is uh, the 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 uh, manufacturer of that statue is blaming it on poor lighting, but it is clearly a white Beyonce. Anyways, uh, <laughs> thank you for listening, and uh, please go write that review. God damn it! If you uh, if you want to hear your name on on the air. Uh, thank you for listening, and join us next week while we write our own comedy movie. Yes, we're doing that again. We are bringing this back. Um, I'm the only one here now. Uh, Colin and Craig have both left. Uh, they had pressing issues to do with their phones. Um, <laughs> lots of phone maintenance they had to take care of. So... <laughs> So I will close out this episode by myself and uh, thank you so much for for listening and join us next week for the comedy movie that we will write ourselves. Bye. 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 <laughs>